Hey there, I'm Leah Party, and you're listening to Bare Naked Soul, a podcast where we have real, uncensored conversations about the things we aren't supposed to talk about. Let's break all the rules and shed all the programming that's ever made us feel weak, scared, and caused us to shrink ourselves. It's time to live uncaged, freely expressing ourselves and manifesting our dreamiest, juiciest, and most pleasure-filled lives. Let's do the damn thing. Hey, and welcome back to Bare Naked Soul. I'm so happy you're here because I have so many updates for you. I recorded the last two episodes ahead of time. I bulk recorded them and was just feeling super inspired and haven't recorded an episode in maybe like two weeks. I don't know. So since we last spoke, I had my gender reveal party. I'm 21 weeks pregnant currently, and it's a girl. I literally died. Like, I couldn't fucking believe it. <laughs> it's funny because I really thought I was having a boy. Like, even before I was pregnant, just just was having these, like, intuitive feelings in, like, my meditations and things like that when I was, you know, hoping to conceive. And, but recently, ever since, like, my husband and I planned our gender reveal party, we did golf balls. We He, like, hit a golf ball for the like explosion of pink or blue right and ever since we like planned that i started having dreams about it and every single dream about it the explosion was pink so i don't know so funny how that all works but i was pleasantly surprised and i'm absolutely thrilled to have a baby girl um so also Um, this past week, I spent a couple days in state college visiting one of my best friends from college, Nicole. She works at the tourism bureau there and she was actually tasked with hiring talent actors for a commercial about state college. And so, um, I got to go up there and do that with her, which was so much fun and, um, had another job this week in that industry for hand modeling. So it's been really cool to, you know, not only continue to have these, these jobs, these opportunities come up, but also like I'm pregnant and I can still do this. I kind of thought I wouldn't be able to anymore, you know, once I was pregnant because it's more, you might need that for like really specific things, but I didn't know that people would just want that for like all kinds of random things. So that's going really well. Um, and I just made like the most vulnerable post about this today. So if you haven't read it yet, go to my Instagram at it's Leah Party, and there's a the picture is me like leaning over and smelling flowers. And I wrote this post about how, you know, growing up I had these dreams of like acting and modeling, and then I, you know, this this incident occurred where I learned to kind of play small and like hide all these dreams. And it was I would be considered too full of myself to like go for things like this. And um, because I recently like rem- had a memory of that and had this realization of that happening. So yeah, it's um, it's pretty cool to see something that I dreamed about as a kid, like coming true and something that I just never really thought was possible coming true. So I'm just feeling so inspired right now to talk about like dreams. And today's episode is really for those of you who are in online business or are chasing a dream of any sort, really. I mean, it doesn't have to be an online business specifically, but some of the things we'll touch on have to do with it. But um. I really want to touch on like how how can you know your business is going to work? Because that's the really scary thing in the beginning. Stops us from even starting, right? Makes us hold back. 
We don't know if it's going to work. And the thing is, we really can't know. Obviously, I can't like have you take a quiz and be like, okay, your business is going to work or nope, your business is not going to work. Like, obviously, it's not like that. However, uh, there are some key things to look for within yourself and that you can also develop within yourself that will make you much, much, much more likely to succeed. There are certain things you need, I believe, in order to succeed in online business in this whole world, right? So also I'm coming up on the three-year anniversary of quitting my full-time job, which was such a leap of faith, like such a crazy thing to do at a time when we didn't know what was going to happen with the economy, right? It was COVID, people were getting laid off left and right, businesses were shut down. It was not a great time to leave a really cushy, well-paying corporate job. So it was a kind of a crazy thing that I did, but obviously I'm so glad I did it and um, it has worked out for me. So I want to share why I think that is. And if, if you're listening to this and you're, these things I'm talking about, you're like, oh, I don't know if I have that. You can develop it. None of this is things that you have to be born with. I don't know if you can be born with these things, actually. Um, so let's talk about what I believe you really need in order to make your business work, okay? My first question for you is how hungry are you for it? Listen, selling is not an easy industry. That was my whole background before before I left my corporate job. I was in sales, I was a sales manager. Selling is not for the faint of heart, okay? Selling is mentally draining in a way that it's just, it's so uncomfortable. It goes against what most of us were taught to do, which is people please, right? So it's really uncomfortable and you really have to want it. You really have to want it. You really have to have a hunger for it. That's like, you're not willing to not let it happen. The, The second question I have is how willing are you to stick it out no matter what? If you really want to know if your business is going to work or not, The thing is, it's always like, well, how long will it take? We can't know, obviously. But you have to be willing to stick it out no matter what. That means no matter how long it takes. And often looking back, it might feel like, oh, that that first period of time, like for me, I was probably one year where I was working in corporate and building my business on the side. I had started my blog a few months before that, but I wasn't treating it like a business, okay? which is another thing I should have on here. Are you treating it like a fucking business? From the time I started really treating my online business like a business, what does that mean? Investing money into it, investing time into it, spending entire Saturdays for eight hours working my business, coming home after work and working. Like, I mean, I'm talking, I've treated it like it was my entire income, right? I treated it like it was, like it fucking mattered. And I spent about one year doing that while working full time. Now look, now at the time, that was really, really hard. That was, I was exhausted. I was burnt out. Whew, I could not wait to quit my job. I was just, it would took up all my time. I hardly saw my husband. So we were like, you know, he was upset about that. And I was too. And so, but I made that choice because I, I thought I can either go fucking ham for it for, you know, maybe a year. I had, I had the intention of a year alongside my my corporate job, or I can drag this out 
and this can take years of me kind of treating it like a, a business, kind of not, side hustling it, you know, when I feel like it for years. And that I just was not willing to do. Uh, I wanted it and I wanted it now. So I made the decision to just treat it like a business at that time. And so I did also, I did things like, you know, I had the corporate job, so I had money coming in. So I, we hired a housekeeper so I could, you know, focus more of my time and resources on the business. We also had like a meal delivery plan. So I wasn't spending time cooking. Like I invested everything I could into this during that time. But the thing is, you really do have to be willing to stick it out no matter how long it takes. And I had that feeling like I had an intention for maybe a year. Like I was like, okay, I'm hoping to quit my job in a year. But I would have kept going no matter what. That's how much I believed. That's how hungry I was for it. I wasn't going to let this dream slip away from me. I was going to make it happen no matter what. There's been other times. And so and so I wanted to say this too. I was kind of, this is where I wanted to go with this whole thing. That one year felt so long in it. It felt so long. But looking back, I mean, now it's like that was four years ago that that year started. Eh, that was one year of my life four years ago. Like looking back, it's not that big of a deal, right? It's easy to like forget about it. So when you're in it, and you're waiting for the clients and you're waiting for the clients and why isn't it working and why isn't it buying anything? That feels long. It can feel so long. So you have to be willing to see the big picture of like your fucking life, right? Look at the big picture. Remember that this is just a, a phase of your life. This is just, just like when you're like in college or something, like looking back to college, I graduated 10 years ago now, which is crazy. No, nine years ago. But um, <clears throat> my throat's like getting dry. That felt long at the time, but now it's like that was just a small portion of my life. So we have to remember that when we're in it, it's going to feel hard. It's going to feel long, but you're investing this time into your future. You're investing this time into your future. So in the grand scheme of things, can you handle this, right? <clears throat> okay, my other question is, do you have a plan B? Now, none of these things are a guaranteed, yes, you'll, yes, you'll pass or fail, right? It's not like a guarantee. But in general, if you have a plan B, then you really aren't committed to your plan A. A plan B tells our mind it's okay if this doesn't work out. We can't have any of that. We can't have any of that. We can't have any of it's okay if it doesn't work out. Now, we want to have a sense of I'm okay no matter what. I as a human am worthy no matter what, right? So it's not like I'm going to hate myself if this doesn't work out or if it doesn't happen in the time span that I'm allowing for it. But we also want to have a sense of and I will make this happen no matter what. So fuck a plan B. Now I did have, before I quit my job, I saved up some money and I had that aside because I anticipated there might be ups and downs, which of course there were with my income from my business. That was a very practical, logical thing to do. But in no sense was I 
using that as a plan B, like in my mind, like I had it, but I wasn't touching it. That sort of a thing. So, and I did have a business coach who didn't recommend having even that, but, um, you know, you, you just have to have this mindset of like, this is going to happen. I am not even questioning that. Right. And that's something you develop too. If you're like, well, I don't believe in my business that much. That's something you can develop and you can work on. That's, I mean, that's, that's my whole job. Really what I do every day is build my belief in myself and in my business. And whatever I'm currently launching, whatever I'm currently doing, like that is what I do every day through journaling and through like my grounding practices. Like, and in the beginning, it was often through working with coaches and mentors. And it's still often, you know, taking courses and, and listening to podcasts and, and, and following expanders who are doing things that help me dream bigger. Like I'm still very actively always working on that. So it's not like that came instantly to me either, but you have to be willing to work on it, work on building your belief so that it is unshakable, right? Okay, so my next question for you, are you willing to do the uncomfortable and downright fucking scary things to make it work? Or are you putting things on pause because they're uncomfortable? Are you holding back because it's uncomfortable? No, 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 no. You have to be willing to do the uncomfortable and scary things that are required. That is part of it. I mean, people look at my life, you know, via Instagram. My life probably looks really fucking easy. I do Pilates in the morning at my house. I'm like baking during the day. I'm going for walks every day. I'm like going to lunch with friends. I go get my nails done. I go get massages. Like (laughs) I'm going to have a baby and I'm going to get to be home with my baby. Like my life looks really easy. And in some aspects, it is really easy. I don't have to get up at a certain time and go clock into the job and be there all day and then leave. Like, you know, I don't have to commute to and forth. Um, But that's because I was willing to do the really hard and scary things in order to make it work. Like the word hard is so relative, right? (laughs) I saw this meme the other day and I shared it to my stories. It was like, people used to like travel the country. What was it? It was like, people used to like travel the country on like a horseback or something. And and I have drink water on my to-do list. And it's like, it's funny. Yeah. Because our lives have become easier in a sense, but the word hard and the word easy are so relative because most people would, would rather have my life, right? If you asked, Oh, would you like to have a life like that? Yes, of course. But are they willing to share their heart and soul, their face on the internet every single day and be scrutinized and criticized and judged and answer uncomfortable messages or choose not to answer them sometimes and speak face to camera and stand in front of everyone you know watching plus a whole bunch of strangers? Most people are would never fucking do that. (laughs) And... Most people who really want to have like a personal brand business still aren't willing to do that. 
So you're, you got to choose your hard. You got to choose your hard. It's hard to have um, a full-time job that you hate and a boss that you hate and all these things. It's also hard to run a business, to be an entrepreneur, to handle the ups and downs, to not let a launch flop allow you to stop believing in yourself. Like it's a different kind of hard, you see? And so (laughs) it's all about what kind of life you want. It's all about what kind of life you actually desire and you're willing to handle what comes with that. I love the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. I've read it twice. It's so good. It's all about creative living. And she talks about about this a lot. Like she talks about like, you want to be an artist, you want to be a writer, you want to do whatever, like you got to, it's just so good. It's so inspirational. But at one point she talks about um, like, if you want to have babies, then you can't hate changing diapers. Like you have to accept that, right? It's like, if you want this, then you have to accept what comes with it. So you can't just be like, I want to be an influencer. I want to be a life coach, but I'm not willing to like post pictures of my face every day. I'm not willing to like write, write a post about that thing that's on my heart because it's too vulnerable. I'm not willing to like host a webinar because what if nobody comes? Like you have to fucking get over that. Like (laughs) just being honest, you can't want it, but then also be like, well, I'm not willing to do any of the things it takes to get there. That's ridiculous. Like, do you want to be an Olympic athlete and and do like running in the Olympics? Is there running in the Olympics? But like, you're not willing to go running every day to practice? Like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) I'm sorry, but damn. Um, No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Like, you have to be willing to do what it takes. And that means facing the really uncomfortable and scary things that come with this, you know? Um, and I'm mostly speaking like, you know, having a personal brand business, like what I do. I mean, you, you could sell jewelry online and never show your face and that would be fine. Then that's wonderful. Like there's nothing wrong with that. There's still gonna be uncomfortable and scary parts. You're gonna have to invest money into it, you know, and, and take risks that come with it and spend hours building a website from scratch and, you don't have anyone to call because you don't work for a corporate. So you're not just calling it to help you. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have a boss. So you have to make every decision by yourself and you are in charge of the entire thing. It's a different kind of hard. So are you willing to do the uncomfortable and scary things to make it work? If so, if so, and if you're really willing to do like whatever it takes, Girl, it's going to work for you. Um, and my last one was, are you, are you willing to invest money into it? Again, you don't, these things aren't like, you have to do these things. There's no guarantee that investing money into it is going to make it work. There's no guarantee that hiring a coach is going to make it work. There's no guarantee that hiring a web developer versus building your own website is going to get you more sales. Like, But if you're completely unwilling to do anything uncomfortable, if you're completely unwilling to spend any money into your business, even when you really feel like, oh, I really could use that or man, I know I should hire that person. Like you gotta be willing to do what it takes. I mean, that's just, that just makes sense, right? Like, I mean, duh. (laughs) So, a couple of things that I see that just really hold people back that I just have to call out right now. You know, I've worked with so many clients 
who have run online businesses um, or who wanted to start them and whatever. And some things that I see that typically lead to people who don't end up succeeding, who end up giving up, like, for example, if you're scared to talk face to camera on Instagram, which is not not necessarily a requirement, but if you know that that's something that would really help your business, if you feel like, oh, I wish I could do that, like you'll know, you know deep down what you need to be doing. You have to fucking do it. It's scary at first, but what is the worst case scenario? Your your friends and family are going to make fun of you in a group chat behind your back? Who fucking cares? How bad do you want it? If you want it bad enough, if you're hungry bad enough for it, you won't, then you just, you move through the discomfort. Not that you're not afraid, but you move through it. You do it anyways. You get up and you go for that morning run every fucking day because you want to be an Olympic runner. It's not comfortable. You don't want to do it, but you want it badly enough. So you do it anyways. If you know, like, yeah, it would be helpful to like host a live event or a webinar and invite people to it and and share the things that I'm coaching people on or share nutrition things or share whatever I'm teaching on, but I'm too scared. No one will sign up, like whatever. What do you want me to say? You've got to do it anyways, you guys. If you're holding back on your inspired guidance and your ideas, you like have these ideas, you know this and you want to talk about or post about, but you're scared. Like, you have to do it anyways. Again, my life looks easy because I was willing to do the scariest and hardest things to get here. For years and years, and still, I'm still doing it. I'm still scared to post things. I'm still scared to send emails, um, like, when it's vulnerable. I'm still afraid of some of my podcast episodes because they're vulnerable, there's things on Instagram on debate sharing. When I notice that I'm when I notice that I'm debating something, whether it's this picture looks too sexy, but I really want to post it, or this feels too vulnerable, but I really want to share it, or I I love this parenting reel, but like, what if people don't agree and it upsets some people? I notice as like a rule for myself when I feel that I have to do it anyways because that's me. If there's a desire there and it fits me and I want to do it and I'm afraid, good. That means I'm up against my edge, right? The edge of my comfort zone. I'm playing on my edge. It's uncomfortable, but I want it. I have to do it because those are the choices that propel you forward. Those are the choices that make you stand out because you're actually saying what you want to say, you know, and you're actually saying something. I, I just, I force myself to do those things um, because it's aligned. It's aligned. Be- being in alignment is often really scary. And it does get easier. It gets a fuck of a lot easier. But then there's new levels, new devils. Like now, you know, my engagement's higher. My audience is bigger. I get more messages. So if I share something, then I have to figure out, well, how do I want to respond to this? Do I want to respond to this? You know, there's like new decisions to make. Um, but I give less fucks. And let me tell you something. I recently had um, a a relative reach out to me and say, hey, I think you should stop being on the internet. (laughs) Um, Because, you know, 
whatever. She thought I should stop being on the internet because, because I had made a post about how, um, how I was dealing with haters and how I had really learned to not care as much about it. And, but I, you know, I, in the post, like I mentioned, like people do like sometimes criticize me. It's not like I'm getting death threats or anything, but you know what I'm saying? People disagree with my content or whatever. And she thought I should just like get off the internet because it, you know, it can be so negative. Okay. Here's what I, here's what I told her though. And this is really how I feel as much as I often share the dark side of social media. Yes. It's addictive. Yes. It can be a really dark place. My journey though, of sharing my heart on the internet, sharing my soul, talking about things that I know people aren't going to agree with, but I know I need to share like that whole, I mean, basically my job, it has been the biggest growth journey for me out of anything I've ever done in terms of like spiritual growth, personal development, because it's, it's pushed me out of my comfort zone so consistently and so much. And it's, it's really how I've learned to let go of perfectionism and people pleasing. And how I've learned to like stand up for myself and and for what I believe in and know that it's okay to believe what I believe, even if other people disagree. It's been so life-changing for me to become a more relaxed person and a more honest person because we can, um, you know, we can read all the books and do all the things, but I think the real growth comes from action and the action of pouring your heart out on the internet, knowing people will disagree and handling those comments. I mean, that's how you move through it. Like the only way out is through. It's like, this is the work of actually learning how to stop giving a fuck what people think. So it's been so life-changing for me. And I hope that this journey, if you're in a similar position, like just use that as fuel too. Like Every time you post something scare that scares you, every time you have a webinar, nobody signs up. Every time you do any of these scary things, the launch flop, whatever, that's you moving towards your confidence one step closer because it's an opportunity to really work on letting it go. And you really can't work on that by reading a book. You know, you have to work on that by being in it. <sighs> So it's, it's like the difference between me reading all the gentle parenting books and listening to all the podcasts on parenting, but then actually having a kid is where I'll actually learn, right? It's where I'll actually practice and apply what I've learned and grow as a person. So it's really valuable. It's really valuable. And if you can allow yourself to be held accountable, you know, to posting every day, sharing every day, showing up, even when you don't feel like it, that's how you develop your discipline. That's how you develop your consistency. Like you have to do it. Another thing just to mention really quickly is like, going back to the believing piece, how do I believe? How do I believe myself? How do I believe my, my product or my service? Action really fuels belief. When you take action, you're telling yourself like, here's a reason to believe it's going to work because I'm taking action on it. If you're holding back on action, you're telling yourself, here's a reason to not believe it's going to work because I'm not taking action on it. So it works like it kind of in a circle. You have to be believing helps you take the action consistently, but then taking the action consistently fuels your believing. And it's like a circle, you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, it's just another reason to push through and take the uncomfortable, scary action. So 
Whew, I'm fired up today. That's all I have for you. I hope this episode pumped you up. I hope you know you can develop any of these things. You can develop consistency. You can develop organizational skills. You can develop discipline. You can develop your hunger and your belief in yourself. You can. Are you willing? How willing are you? Okay, so I'm taking a few people for coaching. I'm not doing my long-term coaching right now um, because I have my maternity leave coming up in a few months, but I have like micro coaching packages available right now. And so um, these are booking like, you know, three or five calls with me and we can really dig into, you know, creating an action plan for you, moving you to, to the other side of your limiting beliefs and your fears building your confidence. I always provide personalized homework and journaling prompts after we can dive into strategy for your business. Um, yeah. So I'll leave the link in the show notes for those. If anybody is feeling the pull and I love you guys, I will see you next week.